Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of protease inhibitors found under the microbiology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 34-year-old man presents to the emergency room with acute epigastric pain. He denies any alcohol use. He is HIV positive and currently on highly active antiretroviral therapy. His past medical history is significant for a cholecystectomy five years ago without any complications. Laboratory evaluation reveals normal electrolytes, including calcium. A CT scan of his abdomen reveals acute pancreatitis. Upon careful review of his medications, one antiretroviral medication in particular increases patient's risk for acute pancreatitis. This is a case of acute pancreatitis induced by a protease inhibitor. Protease inhibiting drugs include atazanavir, darunavir, fosamprenavir, indinavir, lopinavir, nelfinavir, ritonavir, sequinavir, and tipranavir. Protease inhibitors act by inhibiting HIV-1 protease, which cleaves HIV mRNA. This prevents complete development of new viruses. It usually requires multiple mutations in the pole gene. Clinically, these are part of the highly active antiretroviral therapy. They are second-line therapy for patients resistant to first-line therapies. Adverse effects include hyperglycemia, GI upset, particularly with sequinavir, acute pancreatitis, and fat redistribution and lipodystrophy, which is a Cushing-like syndrome with buffalo hump on the upper back. Indinavir-specific side effects include nephropathy, kidney stones, hematuria, and thrombocytopenia. Protease inhibitors interact with rifampin as well. Rifampin decreases concentrations of protease inhibitors in the body. Rifabutin is recommended in patients on heart therapy. Ritonavir is a CYP450 inhibitor. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to protease inhibitors, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 51-year-old man presents to his primary care provider complaining of fatigue, weight loss, and intermittent fevers for the past six months. He has had sexual intercourse with multiple men and women over the past year and does not use barrier protection. His last screen for sexually transmitted diseases was 10 years ago and was normal. His past medical history is notable for well-controlled asthma. He was involved in a motorcycle accident two years ago and suffered multiple fractured bones in his upper and lower extremities, all of which have healed. He has a distant history of cocaine abuse. He drinks five to six glasses of wine per week. His temperature is 100.8 Fahrenheit, blood pressure is 130 over 75, pulse is 85 per minute, and respirations are 20 per minute. On examination, he appears cachectic, but is pleasant and appropriately interactive. An HIV differentiation assay and follow-up Western blot are performed and are positive. The patient is started on tenofovir, abacavir, and efavirenz. However, the patient develops a hypersensitivity reaction to abacavir, so the decision is made to replace the medication with ritonavir. Which of the following adverse effects is this patient at greatest risk for as a result of this change in medication regimen? Choice 1. Hepatotoxicity Choice 2. Lipodystrophy Choice 3. Megaloblastic anemia Choice 4. Myelosuppression Choice 5. Peripheral neuropathy The correct answer is choice 2. Lipodystrophy The patient in this vignette presents with a positive HIV test and is started on highly active antiretroviral therapy. Ritonavir is a protease inhibitor, which is associated with an increased risk of lipodystrophy. Heart regimens often include a combination of nucleoside and non-nucleoside reverse transcriptase inhibitors and protease inhibitors. Protease inhibitors are designated by their name ending in NAVIR, 
and includes sequinavir, ritonavir, indinavir, and nelfinavir. The two most commonly tested adverse effects of protease inhibitors are lipodystrophy and hyperglycemia due to insulin resistance. In protease inhibitor-associated lipodystrophy, patients may present with fat accumulation in the abdomen and a buffalo hump on the upper back. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Hepatotoxicity is an adverse effect of non-nucleoside reverse transcriptase inhibitors. These medications are also associated with rash but are not associated with myelosuppression. Choice 3. Megaloblastic anemia is an adverse effect of nucleoside reverse transcriptase inhibitors, especially zidovudine. Choice 4. Myelosuppression is an adverse effect of nucleoside reverse transcriptase inhibitors. This commonly presents with neutropenia and anemia and can be treated with GCSF and erythropoietin. Choice 5. Peripheral neuropathy is an adverse effect of nucleoside reverse transcriptase inhibitors, especially didanosine, salcitabine, and stavudine. Finally, a bullet summary. Protease inhibitors are associated with lipodystrophy and hyperglycemia due to insulin resistance. That's all for this review about protease inhibitors. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session from MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we would be thrilled if you would consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It would help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.